You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! What's happening, everybody? I'm the Ranger Red at Camp Stewart. George Kurtz is working 8 till 2. 8 till 2. Hey, everybody, welcome. Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart. Kurtz, hour four of six. He's the, he, he's, he's, the, he's the guy on the team. This guy's the warrior. Day in and day out, George. Six hours, buddy. Keep it going. Joe Galena's Fish Market keeping you going. 8 to 2 just doesn't have the same ring. Working eight just till doesn't have two. The same. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's no, hard. I can tell you, working doing... eight till two is hard. Uh, uh, that that extra hour of sleep's a big uh, difference, though. You know, getting up uh, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, Georgia. I got to hand it to you, buddy. After shoveling the snow yesterday, too, you, you're uh, you're a real trooper. You know, next week's gonna be the problem, though. Next week the clocks go ahead. So I lose oh, an hour, God, too. Really? It's like, oh, man. So yeah, 11 is 10, uh, and then the 8 is 7? God, that blows. Yeah, that's horrible. That that sucks. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I didn't even realize that. My wife asked me the other day, uh, hey, when do the clocks go ahead? I thought it was like late March, maybe even early April. Well, no, March 10th. Huh. Yeah, George, I, I I don't know what to say. I was just, uh, it feels like we're going into like the hot tub time machine there. And I know we talked about a little bit about golf yesterday, but you hear this VJ Singh. VJ Singh is 56 years old and he's one shot off the lead in this, uh, at the PGA Honda Classic. That's awesome. It, no, it's it, awesome. No, and that, it is awesome. And, and that's what I was thinking about why I love golf in comparison to other sports, because you can't have like, other than hockey, when Gordy Howe played in, uh, what did he play in, four decades, I think it was? Uh, it, it was, like, you don't see stuff like that. Like, when, when you get older, it gets tougher. Football, you're out of the league. That's what I like about golf. Tom Watson almost won the British Open when he was, uh, I think, 61 or 62. Like, he just caught, and that's the thing. You can catch lightning in a bottle for four days. This guy is literally, the guy he's playing with in the final group, Wyndham Clark, I think, is born the same. Like, what is he, 20? VJ Singh is 56 years old here, people. And he's one shot off the lead it probably i would consider the honda classic one of the hardest tournaments like, you don't see tournaments either george where a leaderboard is minus seven after three rounds usually minus 18 15 you know stuff like that so it's pretty it's very impressive the old guy knows how to get it around that's the thing he's 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 wise with his old years go vj go Listen, uh, <laughs> I, I love playing golf and uh, I used to, when my, my brother and a friend of ours, uh, we go uh, golfing. We used to always play 36 holes because we don't go very often. So you play 36, right? You get yep. there, what, a 7, 8, you play all day. But as I've gotten older, it's like, guys, 18, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, I can't walk anymore. My legs, my, you know, my feet are killing me. Yeah, my you, shots you are now going. And I'm killing like birds. Matt, Matt Kuchar. Hey, let's play another 18 Skechers, right? You need comfortable footwear. Yeah, no, I can't. You do. Your feet just kill. Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) I used to love it, but now, hey, like I said, 18 is more than enough for me. Yeah, I'm I'm actually, it's really interesting. I just not just brought that up because it's a wicked sports story, but I'm also going through, you know me, uh, George, and uh, these guys are getting on the course right now. VJ's not teeing it up till later, but I'm looking at the matchup odds for for the fourth round betting, too. And it's interesting. He's matched up against this kid, Wyndham Clark, who's never been in this situation before, and he's laying 50 cents. I got to be honest with you. I know VJ is old. I'd rather have a grizzled old veteran than a kid that's never been there before and getting 30 cents. Uh, that matchup bet goes off at 135. Like, I'm getting plus 130 with a guy who knows how to get it around. Like, I, I think I'm going to take a chance there. That's too that's too juicy for me. I would rather have a man with experience and veteran for 18 holes than a kid that's never been had a lead before. I think he'll gag before the, the old guy. You would think that'd be the truth, right? Once again, experience, been there before, been there, done that. He should be able to handle the pressure of uh, the final day. You would think whether that's actually going to be true or not will remain to be seen. Maybe the kid has, uh, you know, ice water in his veins, but I would think the advantage <laughs> to VJ as well. Yeah, how, how did things go with Galena today? What were you guys, uh, what, were you guys uh, what was the big stories of the day? Oh, yeah, you know, Galena's terrible. I got to carry this guy the whole show. He's just fancy. <laughs> Jesus is out there. You know, he's doing the wine, Jesus. the loaves, and the bread for people. It's Sunday morning. He's got other things on his mind. Uh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Just had to, had to do it. Had to do it. Had to do it. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, baseball injuries going on in baseball, a little bit about draft uh, preparation here. We got our drafts. Joe was in, I think, I didn't do the rounds here, but somewhere in the round 20 of his uh, great fantasy invitational league with the uh, Justin Mason, so uh, a lot of other guys are in that too. I forgot to, I guess, send in my reply for that, according to Joe. So I am not in that league, and once again, I'm not crying about this. I play in too many leagues. Anyway, so that's uh, just one less draft I have to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's the thing, and, uh, you know, I, I, you got a family and stuff like that. Like, sometimes, I, I, this is the thing about drafting. Like, you, you got to put the, you got to draw the line somewhere. Like, if you have any ma- relationship with a female, you can't be in, like, 17 leagues. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I barely call my girlfriend now a, a, as it is. And, like, if I joined any more leagues, she'd be like, and, and, uh, what, what are you doing? Like, you're a turkey. You can't, you can't be doing all this stuff. But, uh, no, you seem, to, you seem to manage it uh, pretty well there, George. You know, there's – I forget where I saw this, Cam. I don't know if it was a commercial or in a TV show or, you know, a thing online. But it's like, you know, sometimes uh, about what women think about uh, when they're with a guy in bed not having sex, but just when they're lying with a guy in bed, you know, that – but it, this, this, this is true, by the way. Uh, you know, I, I, I actually thought about sex. this. You know, you know when, you, when you're just lying in bed and, you know, they think – the women's looking at the guy is, oh, I know he's thinking about other women. You know, I know he's thinking about other women. You know, and then you see what the guy, and they, you know, they show what the guy's really thinking. All right, you know, I got to make this move in my fantasy league tomorrow. I got the third pick, you know, and that's very true because that's what Mike goes to my head at night. I agree. I'm not thinking about other women. I'm thinking about my parlay. And I'm thinking about <laughs> the Columbus Blue Jackets in the face for ruining the first leg of my oh. then I Then I want to thank the Kings for coming back because I smashed the Kings in the afternoon. And then I want to punch Calgary in the face for uh, not getting my other parlays done at night with all the good stuff that we had. Lightning minus one and a half Leafs, Pittsburgh, all this other crap. I can't, I, I can't believe it. It was actually going to be a real, real good night. And this is a lesson for gambling out there, guys. Like when that game was 1-1 and you, and you, know, you don't know what's going to happen, I should have just hedged. Because you know what I mean? You have parlays. So if I'm going to win 200, you know, 250, 300 bucks, just put 100 bucks on the wild. That plus, and the thing was, they're, they're still, even when the game is tied, they're still a dog. They were a dog in the game, right? I think they were plus 125 or 130 live. Should just smashed it. Put, put 100 and something on it. You know, 125, get your 160, makes up the money. If Calgary wins, you still win more on the parlay. Like, that's the thing about a gambling. I let it ride too often, George. Like, I, I look at the big pit. I'm thinking about greed and, ooh, I can really build it. And so right. It's been happy with a small success story and i know gabe talks about this too like we should do a show on it like hedging hedging's a good hedging smart like i know everybody has a different bank role you know some guys play 500 a game some guys play a thousand some guys play five dollars you know ten dollars but hedging i think is over time like you know what i mean it's very good for business because when you wake up and you know your account has three hundred and ten dollars, and I'd rather have four hundred and eighty or five hundred like that in every unit counts, George. When we're when we're doing, because you know you're going to have a day where the wheels fall off. Yeah, last day was weird. It was the opposite for you and I, Cam. Because when you think about it, usually you and I do well in the afternoon games, and the night has been taking yeah. us uh, down. Last night was the opposite. I also lost on the Columbus game, even though I knew it. I said it during the show that I didn't trust you the did damn too. Blue Jackets. What is up with? Yeah, but I'm I, starting to read your mail on this team like i get it like they're new players there but at home the game wasn't even edmonton you don't score a goal on the edmonton Oilers. i watched that team that's live. pathetic they're horrible like george i'm telling you like they're like i watch that, that leaf game they are junk and for that team not to score a goal with all the guys they have what the hell is going on and we we had gamble on our show uh he's not really like a hardcore hockey gamble he bets the he bets the playoffs not like me and you who really follow the league but you know, he brought up a good point about Tortorella, though. I, I think sometimes Torts, like, even when uh, Panarin's hurt, he's like, yeah, you shit his pants or whatever. You didn't have to say that. You could just say he's sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, little things. I, I think sometimes, like, the guy kind of gets to people's faces. He could rub you the wrong way. Kind of a short shelf life. Like, after a while, I think, you know what I mean? It's just, like, let the players be players. I'm not going to blame him because you've you got to be an athlete and do your thing. I just think sometimes his act wears a little bit thin, George. Well, it's funny you should mention that. Uh I was reading uh, an article on the uh, the Athletic the uh, the other day, and I'm trying yeah. to get it right now too. But they had uh, here it is. Uh, they they had they asked a whole bunch of players different questions. You know, who's the worst? Who's the most overrated player in the NHL? Oh, yeah. yeah, they did and, that on the PGA but, Tour too. That's it's actually cool. Like they said Ricky Fowler, and then he won ne- the next week. <laughs> who's yeah. the most overrated? Like, I'll, I'll ask you the question. Uh, yeah. They asked who's the who's the best all around player in the NHL today? All right, uh, best who is all around? best all around? Yeah. There's really only two answers here. Yeah, McDavid or Crosby. There you go. 
All right, Crosby won, but McDavid was number two. And that, those are the two right yeah. answers there. Yeah. Uh, and it's the game seven of the Stanley This one surprised me a little bit. Game seven of the Stanley Cup final, who do you want starting in goal? Game seven of the Stanley Cup final, who do I want starting in goal? I'm going to go with... Back in the day. I would have said Jonathan Quick back in the day, but... Uh, he finished fourth, so you're in there. Uh, still, So active goalies? They're still active? Active, yes. These, these are all active, yes. No, this is this is a good game, George. This is this is interesting. Um, I'm going to go with... It's not I, easy. I, I, uh, who, who's it is a top Carey goalie. Price. I didn't think Carey this. Price. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, yes. Carey Price. I'd have gone Vasilevsky personally, but I, Carey I, Price. I would have been my second or third choice. Yeah, uh, yeah Flurry so was second. <laughs> yeah, no, good. Yeah, pick and the, uh, Fleury. Fleury has uh, most shutouts. He got another shutout the other night. That guy's on fire. Good, good game. Who is the most un- underrated player in the NHL? Underrated player. Most underrated you, player. You'll never get it. This one's tough. I would be on the Islanders. This, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> funny, funny. Mm, it was uh, Barkov, Alexander Barkov of no, uh, Florida. I, I would actually Barkov's a good player. I wouldn't call him underrated. If you know, if you, you know, you know the game, Barkov. If you know hockey, yeah, yeah. I mean, I ba- Backstrom, Braden, Braden Point, Spurgeon, and Giordano were the other guys who were named there. I would have put overrated player was overrated. Point, I think it's very. Overrated. This one makes sense. I'm not surprised about this one. Not having a Who's great year. Been Eric hurt a bunch the past couple of years. No, uh, PK Saban. Oh yeah, yeah, he's overrated for sure. Other players, a had, other than that, yeah. Other than that, he doesn't add much. Yeah, Patrick Lane, Ekblad, Fanouf, Carlson. Yeah. I agree. Good list. Uh, Lane is a one-way player. Carlson, Carlson's good, but he's not. Uh, I don't think he's as great as everyone thinks he is. He's solid. But, yeah, Patrick Lane is uh, – I, I think he's definitely overrated. But here's the reason I brought up this thing. Uh, which coach, aside from your own, would you not want to play for? Torts. <laughs> there exactly. it is. Number one. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you got diarrhea and your coach goes out and says you shit your pants? Like, you crapped your pants? I'm like, what? Like, I barely tell my girlfriend if I crap my pants. I, I, you're so, so I got the flu, and my coach goes out on the podium and tells everybody, I, I, you know, I, 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 I laid in my, like, I actually went in my pants as a grown man. I almost want, like, that's almost a punchable offense, in my opinion, George. I would never do that to you. Yeah. If, if I was with you and you crapped your pants, I, I'd try to keep it low. You know, right, you cover it. Hide. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Hey, you could say it without saying it. He's got a stomach yeah, virus. We all know what yeah, that stomach, means. The, the flu. Okay. Yes. That's stomach virus means before. it's either coming out one end or the other. You know, uh, it reminds me of uh, maybe the scene in Ruthless People with Judge Reinhold. He goes to the bathroom and he's yeah. you know, he's he's trying to escape the uh, he's trying to escape out the window. Oh, oh the guy. Oh, stomach virus, terrible. It's funny as oh, hell. It's tough. I've, that's what, I've been uh, in those situations too many times. Like you've, I, like I've had it. Oh, we all ice, have. Which is a disaster. Like, and I got a real bad stomach at the golf course. Yeah, it's it's a train wreck. Like. Actually, I didn't want to tell you the story on the air. I don't think Cardano would ever bring me back. I took a dump in an underground parking lot before. <laughs> Listen, go my there pants. were times. Like, I couldn't make it at the airport. Like, I was going. I just dropped them and, like, right on a pillar. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. I just, like, crapped in an underground parking lot. Like, the people. Like, the, that's, there have been times when I, <laughs> I, when I, I go uh, to jail I, or something uh, like that. <laughs> but there were times where, you know, uh, when I go to a studio in the city. Now, I live about an hour and a half away. And this is with yeah. the, if there's no traffic. I'm two hours with traffic there. So I'm in the studio in the city, and I'll go to the bathroom before I leave. Always do. But uh, you, as you anybody knows now, I, I'm a Pepsi drinker, right? So I'm drinking Pepsi, and a couple of Pepsis in me on the way home. Sometimes I can't make it home. And there's no place to really stop. I'm not going to pull up the LIE and go, you know, go to a town. I don't want to do that. It just delays me. And, yeah, you got to go. You got to go. You know, you pee in a cup and you throw it out the window. We got to do what you got to do. But uh, yeah, I've done that more more than once. Uh, I, yeah, I'm yeah, smart enough to bring yeah. a cup with me. Yeah, or a bottle. But, uh, Keep a nice bottle beside you with cap. Forget that. Yeah, got to do what you got to do, man. It's it's call of nature. But uh, yeah, we we we've all had we've all had stomach issues. Man, we got we got to go. Mike Cardano's like, oh my god, talk about hockey. Go back to that list. That was a good list. <laughs> that was a good list. Yeah, Cam took a dump in an underground parking lot. George is pissing while he's driving on the Long Island Expressway. Great. 
Hockey. Hockey, guys. Yeah, hockey, Talk hockey, about hockey. hockey. Yeah, I think there's a game at 1230. But, yeah, no, George, it's – it's. and that's the thing. Well, I guess the bottom line of our whole story, we're actually talking about sports, was John Tortorella. Like, I don't need a grown man, my coach, telling me something like that. So, I totally agree with the players. I've interviewed Torts before. He's, he's a kind of a – he's all right. Like, you know what I mean? He's just one of those guys. Like, he also kind of – He's one of those guys that like will say I hate the media but love them all in the same. Like everything's a, it's kind of an act. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll be tough guy today and today I'll show a little bit of love and blah blah blah. Like you know what I mean? It's kind of like sometimes you don't even know if it's real or fake or a lot of the time. I go, what's this guy? Is this true? Like you know what I mean? He's not. Uh, he's just. It's not very. Cons- like he's consistent is the word I'm looking for. You need somebody a little more consistent. You know, when you look at the list, though, the other guys who were on here, Hitchcock, Babcock, Carlisle, who, of course, is not there, and uh, Boucher, who's not there either. Uh, Boucher was 3%. I don't know why. I hate the guy. The team sucks. But, I don't uh, understand. Well, I know we talked. The guy gets fired. They got rid of all their teams, George. Like, I, I went, me and my like the dynamic. Guy Boucher is not, in my opinion, a horrible coach. Like, I, I've been around the NHL. Like, the, the guy took his teams. The Ottawa Senators went to the damn Eastern Conference Final. With, with those guys? I think he did a pretty good Al job. Al Arbor and Scotty Bowman couldn't do any better with that team. Yeah, exactly. Great point. See, George, that's why you listen to this show. George Kurtz knows what he's talking about. I'm Cam Stewart. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll talk a little bit more. Talk NFL Combine. All sorts of things. I'll go through some bets today. we got the NHL board, the college board, NBA, and a whole lot more. Stick around, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Thank you very much, Sean Angle. Tickling the ivories there, Sean. Great job, buddy. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz. George working hard today. Sunday is a six-hour grind. Welcome to the Weekend Fantasy Update. I'm Cam Stewart. I was actually thinking, George, I'm going to put another uh, golf bet in here. Um, one thing I've learned about this course, uh, the, the Jack Nicholas Bear Trap, uh, leads aren't uh, held when you hit 15, 16, and 17. Love courses with a lot of water. And that's the issue that I have with golf. When guys spray it everywhere and they get, like, free drops and stuff like that, when you make a bad shot, you should be penalized. So I'm trying to find some value, maybe a guy, like, five or six, six shots back to uh, win it, like, 50 to 1. And I'm going to put, uh, yeah, 10 bucks on Gary Woodland at 60 to 1. That sounds good to me. Sergio Garcia. I'll throw 15. He's 20 to 1 right now. And uh, my old buddy, Lucas Glover, who I already have, I can get him at 40 to 1 again. I got him at 60 to 1 in the tournament. George, that's not really probably the smartest move betting on a guy that you've already have, but uh, that's the way I roll. Well, that's good to know how you roll. A little <laughs> golf action for you. Is there a sport you won't bet on? Is there a sport I won't bet on? Uh... Like I'll only bet on no, no, I'm not as bad as that, Gabe. That's all I know. I'm not as I'm not as bad as Gabe. No one's as bad on, as like, Gabe. Your European handball and stuff. No, I bet I bet it. <laughs> I bet WNBA. Uh, not consistently, but I have bet it. I bet on every type of golf: women's golf, senior men's golf, uh, hockey. You're right. I bet on the OH. My book used to have uh, junior hockey. Georgia, uh, the OHL. Remember in my in my sh- in my days, one time I remember I owed a guy a lot of money. I was like, yeah, maybe I can get one of these OHL guys to like blow a game. But the, g- the games are circled. You can only bet like a couple hundred bucks on them. What haven't I bet on before? I love horses. I love. I bet on greyhounds. Yeah, you're right. I, there there isn't much that I don't bet on. I haven't bet. I uh, Gabe does. I haven't bet the Chinese basketball league. He does it at night. I, I don't bet that. I don't know anything about it. I bet Chinese ba- baseball, though, like Taipei, Nippon Ham Fighters and stuff like that. My buddy follows that league. So, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, your Chinese it's, it's basketball, baseball, football, hockey. handball, handball I haven't really bet on. I bet on Olympics. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, George. I, I bet on most things. It's kind of like what Mo Sislak from The Simpsons says. Hey, Homa, if it moves, you can bet on it. 
uh, Simpsons. Uh, new episode tonight, by the way. Just let everybody know there. I'm a Simpsons guy. I'm a Simpsons guy. I grew up in Elmont, so I grew up uh, a couple of miles from the racetrack, Belmont. Uh, but I, I love that. I, I've track. only been there. I love. I've only been there a couple times in my life, two or three, maybe. Uh, it's not in the greatest part of Elmont, mind you. But uh, actually, I think all of Elmont might be bad right about now. I haven't been there in ooh, 20 years. But uh, that being said, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I I stick to what I know. I said the only way I would ever bet on another thing is if you know, I said you or Gabe said, "Oh, this is a lock," then you could convince me to uh, to bet a little bit something. Other than that, it's it's baseball, football, hockey. That's what I know. It's what I feel comfortable doing here. And once again, it's a uh, it comes down to where if I lose, well, you know what? It was an educated uh, gamble that I made. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I made the wrong choice. It happens. Columbus yesterday, even though I knew I shouldn't have done it, uh, it just felt like it was you know Columbus home, Edmonton terrible. It sounded like a good idea. I don't beat myself up over it. If I did lose. At uh, you know Chinese handball, I feel like you know what? What are you doing, moron? You know nothing about Chinese. I don't even know how the game's played. You know, and wh- why are you betting it? Be that that sort of thing. And I don't I don't like beating myself up o- over things. I don't even want to tell you the story on the air, George. But me and Gabe are so bad um, on a book that we used to deal with, like a credit book. We were both on the same one. Uh, you settled up after Sunday, so today is the last the last day of basically the betting week. And they had New York Lottery. We used to play New York Lottery to try to get our money back over unders. Like I'd be upstairs watching like the New York Lottery, going, "Oh come on, under sixteen, uh, yeah, come on." <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, how does that work? I didn't even heard of this. <laughs> Yeah, like we'd have, they'd have like, will the next ball be like it had all sorts of props on the New York lottery, like over, <laughs> under, first ball drawn, 17 and a half, over, under, under. Like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's like literally like, that's when you know. I know we have a thing, you have a gambling program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you got to go talk to somebody. But uh, no, I've been in that situation. I just, like, you know what I mean? Usually you met the guy at either 500 or a dime or you know, a thousand and you, and you didn't want to pay and you tried to get it under the number. The, the New York lotto, late night lotto was uh, one that we used to play and also on another sports book it's absolutely it's, it's actually crazy some of these books they have high school football but only from they had like kentucky kentucky high school school football it was weird like why wouldn't you have like california or new york state or whatever they had kentucky the state of kentucky football you know and the spreads were like minus 52 and a half and stuff like that yeah it's just really really odd but uh that's when you know like you're 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 in there for the long haul playing over unders on the new york lottery that's that's when you need to talk to somebody <laughs> that's a first game i got to tell you i've never heard anybody doing that <laughs> ask Morenzi about it when next time you come on curse you come on, on tuesday say cam is telling me about the new york lottery he'll tell you he'll tell you he, he played it more that, than that, me that's wild <laughs> that's wild <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty insane. What do you think about uh, you see this uh, story about uh, Trout, uh, the ten year uh, possible? Like they were talking about the extension for ten years. Uh, it's funny, George. You brought up a good number four four hundred and ten. Uh, I th- I firmly believe when I saw this story, I'm like, yeah, Angels. Why wouldn't you do something like that? Why wouldn't you offer a ten year three hundred fifty dollar uh, three hundred fifty million dollar extension to Mike Trout? Because when you lose Mike Trout, you think your uh, things are mediocre now. Then you're going to go hit rock bottom. I think uh, the Angels should do everything they can to keep him. But you know, the Yankees uh, have basically an open checkbook. Well, I. I don't think Trout's going to stay in uh, Los Angeles. I just don't. I think, once again, they've had more than enough time to try and build a winner around him. They haven't done it. You know, they've made bad, bad um, Pujols. You know, that, that hasn't worked out. Josh Hamilton before that hasn't worked out. They haven't been able to get a pitching staff around him. He's an East Coast guy. Obviously, he loves the uh, the Philadelphia area. Always goes to the Eagles games. I think he's going back to Philadelphia. You know, or certainly uh, back here. Uh, they'll be able to pay him. 350 is not enough. I mean, it's just not enough. I mean, uh, yeah. I think Keith, uh, Keith Law put the perfect thing when he uh, about this, when he saw the story he put on Twitter. Well, that's nice of them. And I, I know what he meant. He's a very sarcastic guy. What he's trying to say is that's a nice starting point, and uh, we're going to go up from there. You know, that's, that's, what you, that's what you make him not to insult him. Right, you, you, you didn't insult him now, but now let's get down to If you really want to talk, let's get down to nuts and bolts here. 350 is not enough. It's just not enough to entice him not to forego his phrasing in two years and not go back east. You know, I don't think he's going to the Yankees, Cam. I just don't. Because even in two years from now, because once again, he's signed through 19 and 20. So you look at the 21 season. Uh, the Yankees are going to have to pay Aaron Judge. All right, that's that's going to come in at over $300 million more than likely. They still got Stanton on the books, already making over $300 million. I know the Yankees don't pay all of it, but they pay a good chunk of it. They just signed Aaron Hicks for seven years, $70 million, So he'll be in year three. Uh, where's he going to play? 
I, I, don't get me wrong. He's better than all of those guys. I understand that. But the Yankees won't have the need. They're also going to have to pay Torres, who'll probably be in his arbitration years then. Andrew Hall will be just missing arbitration. Uh, he'll, but he'll need to be paid, assuming, once again, they both continue their career path. So, so the Phillies, I mean, you, so with, with, with Bryce Harper's creative controversy, so you're saying the Phillies, they can afford him? Maybe uh, Bryce Harper's contract. He's only making twenty five million. That's AAV. the thing. It's it's kind of yeah. It's weird. I know they, they, they structured right. it's, it properly. It's a weird contract. Like, we look. We looked at the thirteen years. That's strange. The Noel opt out clause. We're like, yeah. But then when you really, I know I read an article too, George, and I was I was watching it the way it was broken down. I'm like, you can actually. There's wiggle room with, with this deal. That's kind of the problem the for Philly, other teams. The, the they Phillies did a good job. A shitload of money. I'll give them credit. They that was really smart. Yep. Good call. They have plenty of money. All right. They they could sign Trout, and they want Trout. He's a Philly boy. I would be. I think Philly's the odds-on favorite, not the Yankees. Things can obviously change in two years. Yeah, you know, the Yankees would certainly be interested. You know, they'd be crazy not to be interested. But right now, I think the odds-on favorite are the Phillies. They've got a massive TV deal. They they're another team that prints money. All right. So it, it won't be like, oh my God, they're going to be broke. They won't be able to sign anybody else. They'll be just fine. Just fine. And, you know, you look at the players on the Phillies and you know, all around, they don't have the massive contracts coming up that, like I said, that the Yankees do. I mean, they just don't. Uh, Hoskins, okay. He's one. He's going to have to be paid. You already signed Nola, right? So you got him locked up for a few, uh, three, four years. So you're good there. And then you look at, all right, who else is going to need to get, be paid there? You know, Rel, Rel Muto, okay. You got to think about him. Franco, no. Segura, no. McCutcheon, no. I mean, there's nobody else there. The pitching staff, Arietta, Pavetta, Velasquez, that, no. There's That's no one there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're okay there. It's just really Hoskins and Rel Muto they got to worry about. And they could fit them now if they had to, more or less a couple of years down the line. I think Philly's going to, I think right now, as things stand right now, if you force me to place a future bet, I think it's the, uh, I won't say the Eagles, I think it's the Phillies. Yeah, but when when I look at the betting, when I look at the Phillies from a betting perspective, though, in that division, there's no lock they're going to win that division there, George. Like, the thing is, like, I look at NOLA, and then I look at that pitching staff and go, other than NOLA, sure, you got some great bats on the team. Like, I look at them, too, and, and then I look at them from depth. When you look at their chart, like, everybody, good, 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 good. But the guy afterward, horrible, horrible, horrible. Like, that's the one thing about the Phillies. They're top-heavy. I believe in NOLA. I'm not sure about Nick Pavetta. I'm not sure about all the other guys that they have. They're starters. Hector Neris and some of that bullpen, they got a, they got a few gas cans in there, too. Like, there's no guarantee this team's going to, uh, you know, win the East. A lot of people are talking like it's going to happen. That division's damn, damn, damn tough. You know, what about Atlanta? You talked, though. I know they got some concerns with the, with the pitching staff, and but it's before the season started. What about uh, the Mets? Could be a big sleeper. The Nationals aren't even out of it right now. Like, you know what I mean? The only thing that I love when I'm talking, when I look at Bryce Harper, the thing that shocked me was I'm going through the props and it had 34 and a half home runs. Sorry. I remember I told you it went up one on my other book. So it went up two. It went from 34 and a half to 36 and a half home runs a year. I think he'll hit 37 home runs in that park. What, what do you think about this one there, George? Will Phillies make the playoffs? Yes. Plus 120. No minus 140. I almost want to bet. No, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. You see, this is where you've rubbed off on me, Cam, because, uh, you know, I, I think you and I discussed this, oh, two, three weeks ago about over-under on team wins. And you had it at 83.5. And I found it, by the way, for 83.5 that day. And I took that because I knew they were – I, I was fairly certain they were going to sign Harper. All right? And I think they were going to win smart. 83.5 games. Now you can bet it the other you, way you, and try to middle it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm not going to because I'm, I'm, I'm fairly confident in that. But that's you're smarter you, than me, George. Because, that's why you're not Cam. You don't play the New York lottery. You just look at your ticket and win. <laughs> no, I don't play the lottery. Uh, I never even knew you could. I never knew you could. Although it's I, uh, this, this, uh, the thing. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. Although the thing I use is the same as you, though. I, we have to settle up. Uh, I use it with, uh, once again, two other people. Uh, you know, once again, we have to settle up on Sundays. Uh, same, yeah. same deal. Uh, but like I said, yeah, this way you rubbed off on me. I says, I don't, I don't care to make the playoffs. <laughs> now I just want them to get above. I want yeah. them to win 84 games. <laughs> it's just funny how things work out. To answer your questions, I mean, I think if that division is the division from hell. Phillies. They, you know, we know they've improved, right? You added Harper. You added Realmuto. You added Segura, which, and I love all, David Robertson, right? And I love all these ads here. So I think they've done a really good job there. Really good team. You, we, you can criticize the Mets. I know a lot of Mets fans aren't happy that they gave up the future and the, uh, the prospects they traded, but they're a better team this year. 
All right, you added Edwin Diaz, who might be the best closer, yep. one of the best closers in the game. Cano makes your second base better. I don't think there's any doubt about that. A healthy year out of Conforto will certainly help there. You know, uh, we, yeah, maybe Alonso. We, uh, they, they got Wheeler, too. Like, Wheeler was awesome last right. year with those other oh, two that guys. That pitching staff is fantastic. Scary. I think the Mets are scary. I, right. But they're, so they're a good, good team there. Well, uh, so that, that's a team you're going to have to deal with. Braves made the playoffs last year. Right. You added Josh Donaldson. Maybe he has bounce back year in him. Hey, maybe. You know, I don't think anybody knows. Albies and Acuna with another year under their belt should only get better. Really, it should only get better there. The pitching staff, all right, granted. We can make all the jokes we want that every pitcher now seems to have an elbow or a shoulder injury. Full. Boltonavitz, Gossman, Soroka, A.J. Minter now. Uh, I'm hoping most of this is just normal spring training crap. You know, they got to work out the kinks there, get out the soreness, and you'll be fine in a couple of days. But it's somewhat concerning. But either way, still a good team. Nationals. All right, granted, you lost Bryce Harper. That's a loss. But, hey, you got Victor Robles. He's your top prospect, one of the top prospects in baseball. That should help mitigate that loss a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Not all, but a little bit. All right, you added Patrick Corbin, so in that rotation, Scherzer, Scherzer Strasburg, Corbin. Yep. All right, Sanchez, Helix in the back end is not too great, but still, your top three is good. There's also talk now, and according to the reports I'm hearing, it's further along than we thought that Kimbrell is going there. Like I said, yeah. I, would, I would say on a, on a scale of 1 to 10. Nationals in Atlanta were brought up there, George. Do you think Nationals more? Yes. you think you'll probably go to the Nationals uh, before the Braves? I do. And this, this is the reason why. I think he goes there because a lot of it in baseball is reaction. All right? I think Washington is now reaction is reacting to Harper going to not only away from them, but in their own division. Okay, we have to react. It's a PR thing. Let's sign Kimbrell. All right, we can tell our fans, hey, we lost Harper. Now we got the best, one of the best relievers ever in baseball. Our back end of the bullpen is going to be fantastic. You know, this is what we'll do. And they, they sort of get Harper off the back pages there. Plus, I like it as far as a baseball term because you think about it. All right, we love Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. But, you know, you throw Rosenthal in the seventh, Doolittle in the eighth, or whatever order you want to put those two in, and Kimbrell in the ninth, you're shortening yeah. games. You're shortening games. So I think it's, it's a like good Yankees. signing for Washington. Exactly. The Yankees, the Yankees, buddy. The Yankees, Yankees they, the they got to lead after four fives. Innings. Yeah, five five innings. See you guys. Like, uh, they, you're not you're not scoring runs off these guys late. No, it's a great point, George. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, you you get a bullpen, you get a bullpen like that, you lock it down. That changes everything. That changes everything for them. It's a good point. The Yankees are nuts. I, just, I mean, if Judge hits a home run the first inning, they can take the starter out now and just go with eight relievers and win the game. The Yankees, the Yankees bullpen's crazy. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about this during the season because it's going to be nice when we do the weekend show. Uh, you know, when baseball starts, so we'll have those you know one o'clock games on the weekends and stuff like that. It'll be wicked. We can go through the lines and really dissect that stuff. But I'll tell you, the best bet in sports uh, is probably b- b- baseball live betting when the Yankees are down. <laughs> like it's just honestly like I, I know a lot of people kind of like the people you know the roto guys like very very smart intelligent people with computer programs algorithms all sorts of stuff that say you know what I'm not even going to bet the game when it starts I'm not finding any line value and if the team who's uh who, if the if the dog like a team like Baltimore puts up a crooked number on the Yankees you know they hit to knock early it's three nothing I come back and lie bet the Yankees as a dog instead of minus 200 and whatever boom and you know more times than not, George, they're going to come back. Honestly, me and you are going to make a lot of money doing that this year. I think I think I'm going to do some experiments from a betting perspective. Live betting in baseball is great. It's like hockey. Like I'm, I'm seeing a team with a one goal lead. You're getting them what at, at plus three fifty, four hundred. Like one goal lead, you tie the game. It's like okay, <laughs> are you kidding me? I bet the I bet the Leafs when they were down two goals to the Canadians that night at plus three forty. Okay, they were only down two. I could have got them when they were down three nothing at plus I think five fifty or six hundred or something around those numbers. That's the way to gamble, right? George, you're not going to win every time, but think about it. When you do collect, you're probably collecting, you know, three times more, six times more, whatever. Hell, you catch that's a live the, dog at plus 700. That's the thing. It's it's kind of like when you go to the casino, you're the squirrel. Like, we're hoarding nuts right now, right? You know, plus 350. We got 3.5 more than we started with. Plus 500, another five. And then when you have a bad day, you're like, oh, remember that live betting where we smashed everything as a dog? That's the way to do it. Smart people live bet. It's the equivalent of uh, playing poker. Uh, certain poker times where you call even though you're a dog, but you don't need to win every time for it to pay off. You already mentioned it. Yeah, if you, yeah. you do this over and over again, you're going to lose, uh, lose not money, but lose the actual bet more than you think, but you only need to win one of every three, every four times for it to pay off. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. You know, people don't realize that you think, oh, I went one in three, but one in three may make you money. 
because of the odds that you were supposed to win, you get you get paid off anyway. It's same poker is the same thing. You know, you, you only need a certain. It's not every hand, but uh, I'm not going to go deep into poker. But you only need a certain uh, implied odds, where you only need to yeah. win a certain amount of times for it to pay off. It's the same exact thing with betting here. And I agree. I mean, once again, Washington played Ottawa the other night, and. Ottawa uh, and Ottawa went down to uh, Ottawa went up two nothing. I would have loved to bet Washington after that, and they came back and crushed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was two nothing. They won six to two, and then you get the you get a plus money instead of minus two fifty three hundred. Smart. No, you're absolutely right, George. That's the way we're going to do it all the all year long too with these baseball live betting. I'm Cam Stewart. He's George Kurtz. VJ Singh's fifty six years old, trying to win on the PGA Tour, set a record. We'll go through all the betting boards and more on the weekend fantasy update. Stick around. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. When the <laughs> yeah, it's uh, good stuff there, Prince. I always think a uh, cable guy here, old Jim Carrey. Welcome back to the show, Cam Stewart, Long Island Rage, George Kurtz, talking live betting, making money. Great point, George. I love it. Yeah, I'm not. The thing is, George, a body to love, Prince. He's the Prince. The Prince. Yes, uh, I'll tell you something, man. Uh, uh, I just, I don't play poker, George. It's one of those things. Um, I, I, I just can't do it. Like, I, I know the game. I just, I'd have to come in with like a, like an outfit, like a balaclava. A bag over my head, glasses. Like it was where I learned the hard way when I was a kid. Like when I told you I worked at that golf course, I used to play poker. I'd have like I'd have, I'd have like a full house. I'd start to sweat. You know, my face. You know, you'd already know I'm red. Like it turned purple. <laughs> like wine. They're like, oh, Cam's got something. Well, you know, what I mean, it's could couldn't bluff, can't lie. Like it's one of those games. That's why I play blackjack. And it's kind of funny. It's very opposite to the way I am in my life. And it's it's really good for me because it try, tries to get balanced. Like a rich Chinese guy told me that time. He goes, blackjack, do the same thing all the time. Like, dude, don't don't waver. Don't be, you know, don't go on feelings. He told me it's not a date. It's not love. It's not your woman. You know what I mean? You go, you be a robot there. You play the same cards the same time. That's why I like blackjack because there's no, I just look at the numbers. I do the math and go, okay, I'm splitting here. I'm doubling here. I'm doing this. That's my game. Poker. I don't know what it is, man. I just can't lie. And I start freaking out, get different facial things going on. Like I got, I got more tells than like, I can't even tell you. Like I used to lose paychecks playing poker. I'll never do it again. I am a poker player. Uh, I'm not. Listen, someone like you, yeah, I can read you if you're sweat. You know, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a tell. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not reading people. It's not what I do. I'm a math guy, though. I know I joke yeah. about no math on shows. I'm actually, I'm actually very good at math. I can do most computations in my head, so I know my odds of winning every time, and that tells me what to do. You know, and I love the game because you, uh, things change. I don't like. I, I play blackjack, but I don't like blackjack because what the Chinese guy said is correct. It's it, you're told what to do. You don't need to think. Oh, Dio's got a uh, six. Well, that means uh, you're standing. You're gonna you're gonna assume he's gonna bust. He's gonna get two tens. It's over. He's got a seven or higher. You know, then you got to keep hitting till you beat that. You have to assume he's gonna get ten. Every it's just it to me it's just boring. And there's no thinking process. It's just boring. <laughs> I understand it. I just I, my brother my brother can play can play blackjack at one table forever. I mean, just for, like he just never leaves. That's I can't me. do that. I I, I get bored. Brother. I, I like oh. poker. Really, I, I, I like interacting like with people. people. I don't like taking people's money. I like taking the sports books money. I don't know. It's, maybe it's just weird for me. Like I, I, I like blackjack with poker. It's kind of like I, I don't know why I think like that. It's pretty stupid. Like yeah, you're you're out there. You're risking the the money. I don't know. I always look at blackjack more like I'm taking the casinos money. I'm taking the houses money. Uh, it's us versus them type of thing. And poker, it's kind of like yeah, that poor bastard in the in the the jacket there with a hole in it. You know, he really needs that hundred bucks. But anyway, I just it's just uh, every. Whatever floats your boat there, right, Kurtz? Like, everybody everybody likes something different. But you're right. If you're a good math guy, obviously you play po- poker with math. That's a no-brainer. 
I enjoy. Like I said, uh, I went to Vegas uh, last year with the uh, guys from Road of Wire. And the, fun, uh, the funnest part of my that trip, my wife's not around, right? No, she's not around. The funnest part of that trip was the <laughs> poker tournament I played in. <laughs> yes, right? I, I love yeah. that. You know, I was playing with uh, you know Chris Liss, Schuler, Erickson, and those guys, and uh, it was fun. And uh, I made, I, I finished third, I think. Chris Liss eliminated me, bastard. He shouldn't have. I had him, I had him eliminated twice. You know, where I was the favorite, he caught both times. Still pissed off about that. The guy, I had him ace jack to ace three, and he caught his three. I didn't catch my uh, my jerk. And uh, it's it's fun. Now, I, I prefer to, I, what you're talking about is more is cash games. I understand, you know, maybe cash games, you don't want to take somebody else's money. Sometimes you do. Sometimes other people are jerks, too. But, uh, you know, tournaments, you're just paying 100 bucks, 200 bucks, whatever you're paying for the tournament. That's the most you can lose. And uh, and it kills forever. You know, you can play for, you know, if you're, in, if you're good, you're going to play for hours upon hours. So uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy the nuances of the game, the strategy. And like I said, I am a math person, so I can do both. Most of the times, if I'm eliminated, it means, A, I wasn't getting cards, or B, what happened with Chris Liss. You know, he caught. I was the favorite, 68-32. You know, I had a two-to-one two to chance to win, but he caught. I didn't. There is luck involved. I lost. Yeah. No, I, I know where you're coming from, George. It's just one of those things like, yeah, you, you, you got to pick you got to pick your games. And uh, no, I, I wish I was better. I, I, I just really wish I was better at poker. It's just one of those things. It's kind of interesting that, uh, you know, blackjack's more like I, I, I have an addictive personality. Blackjack, I, I'm like your brother. There was a time in Vegas I sit and played blackjack for over, I think it was 28 hours. I didn't leave. Like I you are game. my brother. My God, yeah. you are here. He does the same. I mean, literally, I'll go to sleep. He'll like be I was there. On a, I, what I, I was on a heater. <laughs> yeah. I was getting what, massages, What I generally George. do with him? They used to have, a, at the MGM, they have, they have massage. Sorry to interrupt. They have those, like, massage girls going, like, my back hurt. I was playing for so long. They're like, oh, Mr. Stewart. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm getting rubbed down. Okay, split them. Yeah, yeah, double there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to meet well, your brother. I'm, I'm going to leave uh, the table. Long Island Rangers brother sounds like me. He sounds like, he sounds like me. We're, we're, we'll go play forever. Oh, he's a much bigger gambler than I am. He's the guy while watching football. He'll make forty bets on his sheet, and he and prop bets, regular. But he has bets all over. It's it's hilarious, you know. Because my brother Cam, he'll come watch a football game at the house. Now, he's not a fan of any team. He'll say, I mean, if you ask him, oh yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, I'm an Eagles. He's, he's a not. fan of money. <laughs> he's a fan of money. But it's funny. He'll come down. And he's a small, small guy. He's like you know five, four, hundred pounds, soaking wet, and he never sits on the couch. I have a beautiful section of leather couch, but he never sits on. He just sits on his knees now on the coffee table. And while we're watching football on Sunday, he's not even watching the game. I, once again, three TVs, Cam. He's not watching the game. He's watching his computer. And he just tells me, "Okay, go to the Green Bay game. They're at the ten. This is all I hear from him. He tells me what games to go to. Yeah. You know, that the, someone's going to score. Red zone. And this is all I do. He's Mr. Right, red, red Zone. That's all, he's the ultimate Red Zone. He's even faster than Andrew Marciano. Whatever that guy's name. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Siciliano. Right? So he, that's all he does. And he'll, Cam, he'll have a coffee, a Coke, and a Corona, and maybe a chocolate shake. All drinks next to him. God, I'm And he takes them all at the, pretty much the same time. That's what I do. Your you know, it's not like he mean. finishes one and goes like, to the actually, other. It, it's freaking me out, actually. Like, I, because I, I used to like my friends say, like, can't you're a different cat? I'm the same thing. Like, I literally go to Vegas. I'm in the horse book. I'll down like a coffee with like whipped cream on it. I'll have like a shot. I'll have like, you know what I mean? A beer. Glug 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 glug. People are looking at me like, dude, are you gonna do it in like different uh, section? No, no, no. Like, I like it like this. I'll have a coffee to wake up. I'm gonna crush a shot. Then I'm gonna have some drinks. Then we're ready to rock. And then I might be drink a drink, grab, grab, grab a coffee. Like most people don't do that. They kind of like, okay, I'm drinking Pepsi today. I'm gonna have Pepsi. Or I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. No, your brother sounds like me. He sounds very erratic. <laughs> but, he, but he'll drink them all. Like, all he'll have one sip of coffee, then all of a sudden it's a sip of Coke, yeah. then it's chocolate. Like, can you at least finish yeah, one first before you? I mean, I don't know. That was just driving. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> but he's another guy at, at the black. What I do to him at the blackjack table, though, is uh, when he's playing, and I know he's in one of his things, but I'm not going to see him for hours. I'll show. I'll come every two hours, check on him. And if he's up money, I take some yep. of his chips. Not that I'm stealing from him. I'm just oh, making sure that he's going to have oh, some money yeah. left over. That's what my friends used. That's what my friends used to do for me too. You're a good brother. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like, I really didn't want to have to do that with my girlfriend because then she knows too much. But there's times I'm like, honey, I'm on a heater right now. Like, just take this five hundred dollars. Like, don't 
don't, don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still playing with this stuff. Just don't even tell me, tell me about it later. We'll go grab a nice ribeye. You know what I mean? Like, just, just keep, keep the money. Don't play your dumb, stupid sex in the city slot machine, whatever. Put it away. Go up to the safe and we'll go out and have a nice, I'll get you a bottle of vodka. We'll party. Like, you know what I mean? It's everything's cool. It's good to have a friend like that because you're right, George. I've been in situations where I wish I had a friend there and uh, I just pissed it all away. Now I kind of like do it myself. I just like, I turn, know what I do? I just basically turn greens like 25s into hundreds. I try to put like stack a couple in my pocket and try to forget about them. But it's better if you just, because you know, if you have a big double or whatever, they're coming right back out of your pocket. That's the problem. You need somebody to take them from you physically and go away. So I can't find you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's listen, thing. I'm not taking much. I'm thinking, I generally take about 20% of what he, what he's won. And I don't spend it. You know, it's not my money. It's, it is his, but generally I just go upstairs and the way I look at it, he knows where it is. I tell him I'm putting it in the safe. So if he wants it, he can go get it. But now he has to get up from the table to go get it. And that may, may make him think. And generally it yeah. does. And he won't spend it there. That's just what, cause he's a, he's more of a gambler. And what I mean, I don't mean this as a negative connotation, but he's more of a gambler than I am. What I, what I mean yeah. by that is like playing poker. Let's go back to poker. That ace three, ace Jack, where I had ace Jack and Chris list had ace three. I was ahead. My brother though, if he was list, he would have yeah. gone in with the ace three, even though he knew he was behind. You understand what I'm saying? Well, he yeah, was, yeah, oh, yeah. let's gamble. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, why that, I don't you know, play poker. Again, you're, 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 right, you're a dog. What are you doing? You know, and you know you're a dog, but he wants to gamble. He wants the action. Where I, if I was in Chris Liss's uh, spot, well, I think Chris Liss actually had to go all in there. But if I knew, if I know I'm behind and I don't have to go all in, well, I'm, I'm not going all in. I don't have to. You know, I'll fold. You know, he, exactly. he who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. That's pretty much my philosophy in, uh, in poker. I'm not, I'm not going to go all in unless I have to go all in and I'm a dog. No, I, I, I like where I like where you're going. Yeah, and that's the difference between being a smart person and a gambler. Gamblers do things even though they know in their head that is wrong. You want the action, like you don't care. You're like exactly. You know like I used to play a game with my buddies called Showdown. Basically, we put all a hundred dollars in and we'd flip cards. Whoever had the highest hand wins. Like that's just stupid, pure luck. That's the rush of gambling. Oh, I caught a pair of the end. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like that's when you know you're gambling. Like you're, there's no rhyme or reason to it or anything like that. Hey, I got to get to uh, uh, yeah, we got two games going off. Two big uh, college basketball games uh, going off today. Uh, pretty close. St. John's, a team that uh, we know from uh, the local area. It's really disappointing. Me, Gabe, and the listeners when we were doing Red Heat and Rage. This team pisses me off. That's a 12 o'clock tip. St. John's minus two and a half at DePaul. Total 153 and a half. That is a noon tip-off. So we got seven minutes there, fellas. And South Florida and Connecticut, UConn laying three and a half, three and a half point favorites. 132 and a half is your total. Uh, George, I feel it. Uh, I'm done with St. John's for uh, screwing me. I'm on DePaul today. Uh, plus, I'm going to get by a half point. Plus three and take them plus 125 on the money line. Go me. Go DePaul. I'm in with the Blue Demons. St. John's has uh, pissed me off too much. Uh, I, I, I don't like them. Like the way I the way I feel about Columbus, I feel about St. John's. Schools that let you down, teams that let you down. Well, as someone who went to St. John's, I can't be quite on that. I almost said Redmond. I think I know they've changed the name since I went there. Oh well, yeah, you're you're, you're a St. John's Storm? guy. You're yeah, you're yeah. so you and Car- all you guys are St. John's guys. Wow, I'm betting against you. I'm on the Paul today, so three point dogs with the Paul. It was a, it, it was John's the greatest thing you, in high. That's cool. It was the greatest on thing our in high Were you there with got, the? Uh, I was there just after uh, Chris Mullen. Chris, after Chris oh, Mullen awesome. and Walter Berry. Yeah, I, I just wow. missed them. Uh, so things, things, things didn't go well as far as basketball is concerned for me there. But it, the <laughs> no, greatest thing no. was, St. John's was the only college I really wanted to go to. I didn't want to go away from home. I mean, it was only about a, maybe a half yeah. hour from my house back then. And uh, I got accepted in October or November of my senior year in high school. So guess what? I already got accepted at St. John's. My senior year of high school didn't mean crap anymore. I, did. I barely showed up to class after that. It didn't matter. I had this note from my mom. Yeah, he's going to visit this college here. So, you know, I just give the note in. Oh, so I'm excused. And I'm, yeah, sure, I'm going to visit that college. I'm out with my buddies. I'm not doing anything. You know, so it was the greatest thing, though. I got accepted early. Didn't have to go to school anymore. It's awesome. Yeah, I did the same thing my final year, too. It's funny. We have these things. You have to get these OEC credits, and basically you need a certain amount to go to college and university. And I got mine early, George. The last year was the best. I basically had, like, everything was a spare. I had, like, a spare, spare, spare. My buddy would call me, hey, Cam, we're busy in the back shop. I just basically went to I didn't even go to school my final year. I just worked. I'd, like, literally go spare, you know, grab a coffee, whatever, boom, go to the golf shop, make, you know, work for three, four hours, whatever. Like, it was awesome, man. It was great because then you're just banking cash before you go to college, too. They didn't even 
shouldn't have to worry about going to school. That's very, very uh, smart thing to do. Have you looked at the board today, buddy? Have you, uh, have you, is anything pop out? I know after the break at 12 o'clock, we'll go through the NHL games. I think the Rangers and uh, Washington kick off the party pretty early at the 1235. There's a few NBA games early, as I mentioned. Two, uh, two big uh, games in college basketball at noon with St. John's at DePaul in South Florida and Yukon. Uh, team's kind of on the bubble there. So uh, St. John should be in a tournament. with uh, They have quality wins beating Villanova, but not playing very good lately. DePaul, they they probably need, they need to run the table. Uh, anything, George? I, I was kind of looking at Washington against the Rangers, but I don't really – I'm kind of worried about that game. The last time Washington played the Rangers, we were doing the show, and it was they were up, and the Rangers came back. It was a crazy game. Washington won, I think, 6-5 to five in overtime. We were watching that game, and it was uh, back and forth, absolute craziness. Do you have an opinion on uh, that early game before we get to the other stuff? All right, that's uh, it's Holpe versus Gorgiev, so uh, no Lundqvist today. Uh, you're right about that last game, yep. by the way. We, I think we both liked Washington it in that game. Nuts. That being a nut, a <laughs> yeah. nutcase game, yeah. So uh, I'm with you. I'm not touching it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone here. I'm not feeling the Islanders and the Flyers at three o'clock either. Here, there's eight games, not today, a, so there's know. a lot of choices here. The first game I like is the uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me, Knights and, Can- and Canucks. All right, I like that game here. I like the Knights, obviously. Canucks seem to be. Uh, I wonder if it's hitting them now that it's you know it's it's not going to happen this year. It's just not going to happen. They haven't yeah. playing well. Knights, uh, Knights worry me a little bit, uh, Cam, only because they're stuck. They're going to finish third in the division. All right, they're not going to go down to thing. a wild card. They're not moving up. I don't like playing games like that. Like last night, Calgary's kind of when a team doesn't have desperation or I'd rather bet on bubble teams. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'd rather bet on those teams that, you know, need to get on a heater to like get in contention or something like that. I worry about those teams kind of like riding comfortably, but they're so much better than Vancouver. Uh, I definitely won't lay 265, but it will be parlayed or you could take them at minus one and a half if you think they're going to kick their ass. Probably going to go for the minus one and a half, personally. Uh, speaking of teams that have something to play for, give me the uh, – I don't know why I keep saying Columbus. I got Columbus on the brain here. Uh, give me the – Columbus uh, is playing tonight, too. They're playing later at 7.05. Not, not taking them. I, I, I'm not, not taking them. I'll tell you that. I've had enough with them, although they're a better road team than home team. But I'll, I'll take uh, the Avs versus uh, the Ducks tonight. Once again, Ducks Ducks are bad. Love that game. Close to there, but I love that game. I think, once again, more important for them. Uh, it's I have to go against the uh, Senators. It, that's just automatic. That's every team, uh, and I don't care who's playing them. I know. Uh, the, uh, once again, Florida. Florida played last night. Florida needs to win. They need to win to keep in this thing. Uh, I already said I'm not touching Jets, Blue Jackets, and Predators. Wild. I'm not touching that one either. I got, I got uh, two right now, and I know we'll go we'll go through everything a little bit later. But two that have definitely caught my eye. I like the Avalanche, exactly what you said, 135 at Anaheim. I think the Ducks stink. It's a 405 start. I think that's a good spot for Colorado. And I like the Predators today against Minnesota. Minnesota got their win in Calgary. I think I'm going to lay 35, 40 cents with the Predators. I, what, do you, what do you think? About, you, you, I don't think you're betting that game, but they're better than Minnesota. They should be able to get, get go in there and get a win. I think Minnesota's still overrated. They suck. I would agree, and they go. And the odds are they're going with Staylock today, not Dubnik, because uh, Dubnik played yesterday. So you're also getting a team on back-to-back nights. Uh, so that's also a good thing there. Everything points to the Predators. I agree. I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not. I have no reason for you not to take Nashville. None. They are the better yep. team. Minnesota's <laughs> blah. Yeah. But I'm still not. I'm just not feeling it. This is one of those games I'm not feeling. See, it George, here. I might. That's the difference again. You might be able to tell me about George too. and uh, Cam. Yeah, I'll take I'll take it, George. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like me and your brother. Yeah, action, 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 action. Like I like Colorado more, but I'm still betting on the Predators too. We'll go Colorado. I like a lot today. They're gonna kick ass. I love Colorado too, guys. Colorado at 405. It's a really good spot for them. I get on it before that line goes up. I'm Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz, Long Island Rage. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll talk a little more NHL. We'll go through the boards, too. Anything you want, DFS, we're here for you. 